Hello and welcome back to another episode of Public Access America Holiday Editions. I know a lot of podcasts are taking a break, but we wanted to keep it simple for you. We went to the Internet Archive, we looked up some Armed Forces Radio, a blast from the past, and we're going to bring you a couple of those episodes just to give you something to get through the week with, remember history, and fall in love with podcasting all over again. Thanks for being here. Love ya. You know what time it is. It is time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. The problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. conscience. Because that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. package of fun and music delivered to you by the stars you want to hear in answer to the request you send to Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Ahoy, mates. Come on up on the gangplank. The good ship mail call is about to set out on its weekly entertainment cruise at the request of and for the Navy. But every ship must have a skipper, and the good ship mail call has some skipper. It's that lovely, beautiful 20th century fox starlet, Jane Nye. James, welcome aboard the good ship mail call. Our cargo is laughter and song, so if you're in the mood for fun, come on along. Well, let's get our ship underway by calling on the King sisters to set us on a sweet course with candy. King?
he has taken my complete heart. Got a sweet tooth all for my sweetheart candy. It's gonna be so dandy, dandy when he names the day I'll take my candy and make him out to sea. Say, I, I think I see the gal who was invited aboard by seaman second class Howard A. Webb and fireman second class Eugene F. Downs. Oh, Betty, Betty Grable, report to the bridge. <laughs> well, Betty, you know you must pay for your passage with a song, so what will it be? Here's My Heart Tells Me. <laughs> Sometimes I feel so very certain that you care And there are times I feel we don't belong The more I fall for you, the more I must beware So how am I to know if I am right or wrong This is just a flame Yet you say our love means everything Do you mean what you are saying? Or is this a little game? because we're going to call on you for a bit of acting later on in the cruise. Right now, I should issue orders to that handsome baritone Dick Haynes to entertain us with some of his singing. If you're ready, Dick, let's hear every day of my life. Every day 
of my life You'll be near to me Though the love that we knew is no more You're still dear to me With each breath I take I just lie away Tender thoughts of you fill my heart Memories will never part Every day of my life I'll live just for you And I'll treasure each moment we spent When our love was new While the spark may burn I'll keep hoping someday you'll return And I'll wait here Every day of my life character over by the port side. Ken Murray's his name. And look who is approaching him. It's that blonde shell, Marilyn Maxwell. Hiya, Ken. Hiya, men. Marilyn, may I say that you look lovely tonight? Well, thank you. That dress is beautiful, really. It sort of brings out your eyes, you know. <laughs> brings out yours, too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Marilyn, how do you think I look tonight? Well, say, you look mighty spruce yourself, Kenneth. I do. Huh? How do you like this suit? Swell. It's the first one I ever saw with turtleneck pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. When the tailor measured me, I was standing in a hole. <laughs> say, oh, Wait Ken. a minute. That's a good joke. <laughs> I'll go like that. <laughs> Go ahead. Say, Ken, the other day, didn't I see you going into the Palladium? Yeah, I go to the Palladium lots. Uh, brushing up on your dancing? No, my whistling. <laughs> <laughs> you may not believe this, Marilyn, but, but I can't find a girl who really likes me. Well, I thought you were going around with some redhead. Yes, I was, but we broke up. She had such a terrible temper. Temper? Temper. Every time anything went wrong, she'd jump up and down. Well, lots of people do that. Yeah, but I was underneath. <laughs> 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 you got a lie. Ken, Ken, I, I can't understand you. With all the girls in the blackouts, I should think you could get a girl. 
Haven't you ever had a date with one? Oh, sure, but you know how it is. One girl tells another, and pretty soon none of them will go out with me. <laughs> I even wrote a letter to the advice to the Lovelorn editor, and I told him my whole case, all the things about me, full particulars, and I signed it anxious. Oh, what happened? They sent a letter back. Dear anxious, after reading your letter, we're anxious. <laughs> Well, well, uh... <laughs> well, look, Ken, why yes. don't you call up all the glamour girls you know? I did, but she refused. Oh. <laughs> so, Marilyn, I was wondering if you'd give me a date. Well, gosh, Ken, this is so sudden. No, no, it isn't. I even dreamed about you last night. I was chasing you in my car. Well, did you catch me? Almost. Even in dreams, he runs out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, Ken, it's no use pretending. My kind of man must be strong, masculine, and manly. I'm strong. Just feel my muscles. Go ahead. Feel my arm. Mm. Hmm. Say, I bet you eat lots of jelly, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try, try again later, Marilyn. Right now, you should be wrapping that choice voice of yours around a song. Gladly, Ken. How about Tabby the Cat? Go right ahead, dream lover. I'll walk along. <laughs> and our mail call crews, and when all the passengers were asked whether or not they were having a good time, they all said, Natch. But the King sisters said, Accentuate the positive. Me. 
preach some, fill a sermon, come in on me. The topic will be still, and that's what I'm against. If you wanna hear my story, then settle back and just sit tight. While I start reviewing the attitude of doing right. Do 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 do. You gotta act. Dramatic Society of the Lower Deck is about to entertain us with one of their out-of-this-world presentations. But uh, let's have Don Wilson set the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, we now present a condensed version of The Princess and the Pirate. Starring Bob Hope. <laughs> Today's cast includes Humphrey Bogart, Betty Grable, and Bob Hope. Not in the order of their importance. <laughs> the time, 1500 A.D. The action takes place on the good ship Marianne, one of the trimmest crafts in the Navy. Hiding aboard the vessel is the Princess Snowflake, played by Betty Grable. She's a pretty trim craft herself. <laughs> also hiding in his cabin... Also hiding in his cabin is an impersonator called the Great Sylvester. We find Sylvester looking in a mirror. Oh, magic mirror upon the wall. Tell me, who is the handsomest one of all? You are the handsomest one of all. Oh, thank you, Mirror. Oh, that's all right. I'm a little cracked anyway. <laughs> we'll call you in a couple of months. Take it easy. <laughs> well, well, I better get ready. 
<laughs> I better get ready. The princess is coming down. <laughs> Let's see now. I have on my new velvet breeches, my powdered wig, my new leather doublet, and my red plush yo-yo. Guess I'm ready. <laughs> come in. Ah, princess, I'm glad you've come. Well, I came as soon as I got your message. What's cooking? <laughs> What's cooking, princess? Please, we're in the 17th century. I sent for you because I'm carrying the secret map where the treasure's buried. Where is it? Tattooed on my chest, right here under the hair. Oh, have you got hair on your chest? Sure, look. <laughs> I know, it's a little frightening, I know, but... <laughs> Go ahead, look. Look, yes. it's for the army, look. Yes, and it's such a nice curly one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Princess, we're in great danger. The first thing we have to do is get off this ship. Well, the ship is being attacked. The ship is being attacked. Where can I hide? Sylvester, where are you? Right next to you, and thank goodness for the hoop skirt. <laughs> Say, have you seen the hook yet? I think he's at the door now. Yeah, that's the hook. I'd know his knuckles anywhere. My princess. My pirate. My exit. Just a minute, Sylvester. I hear you got my secret map. Honest, Mr. Pirate, it's only a rumor. Rumor? Well, how would you like a swift kick in the scuttlebutt? <laughs> You'll have to see my agent. Are you a real pirate, sir? Am I a what? Are you a real pirate, sir? Well, you know what it means when you see the skull and crossbones. Yeah, Sinatra just went by. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I want that map. Do you hear? Take off your shirt. Which one of us are you talking to? <laughs> well, I can try, can't I? <laughs> You, you, I hear you got a tattooed on your chest. No, I haven't. We'll see. Take off your shirt. But it's chilly. All right, I'll take it off there. Do you see anything on my chest? I don't even see a chest. <laughs> and it's such a nice curly one. Till <laughs> yeah. I find my map, I'll just take the princess along as a hostage. Oh, yeah? You'll take her over my dead body. Is it too late for a retraction? <laughs> oh, Sylvester, protect me. I can't stand it. Up and down, up and down, up and down. I just can't stand it. Who are you? Oh, just a big fat wave. <laughs> he does it too well. That's a lot of jello, yes. Uh... Say hook. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hook, there's one thing I'd like to say. Shut up. But, but hook, I just shut up. But hook, I... shut up. But shut up, will you? <laughs> this treasure hunt. All right, I'll call it off, but one of you will have to hang from the highest yard arm. The highest yard arm? Yes, swing and sway the Charles Lawton way. <laughs> now, which one will it be? Who shall hang? Well, hook. Yes? Well, there comes a time in every man's life when duty calls, 
In a case like this, any man who calls himself a man... calling me? Shut that door. <laughs> what happened? What's the matter? Well, you, you want me? somebody with talent, they won't come in. <laughs> that bit player from Paramount, old man Crosby. What are you doing here? Well, I heard they were hanging you. And you came to save me? I brought the rope. <laughs> Hope, Betty Grable, and Humphrey Bogart. That was really fun. And uh, thank, uh, what's his name who came in late? Uh oh, the band is forming on the upper deck, which means that we're in for a treat. Let's listen. <laughs>
that brings us back into port. The Liberty parties are getting ready to leave ship, which means the mail call cruise is over for this week, but there'll be another one setting out next week. Be with us then, will you? Until then, this is your skipper, Jane Nye, saying so long and God bless you all. call is secure. Signatures on the ship's log tonight include Bob Hope, Betty Grable, Humphrey Bogart, Marilyn Maxwell, Ken Murray, Dick Hames, the King Sisters, the AFRS Band, and your beautiful skipper, Jane Nye. Another mail call will be coming your way the next time you hear... Our podcasts anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Brilliant, gentlemen. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Now we're going to dig it with a dab of double gooey doggerel. So, cats, swap off your whiskers and stretch out your fangs. And get with us in a planetary clamor who has kicked out. singing star, Martha Tilton. And here, with a sweeping bow and a cordial welcome to you, is your genial host, Paul Whiteman. Thank you, Glenn Riggs, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Today, in your Radio Hall of Fame, we honor a man whose nimble feet have tapped up the ladder of fame to the top rung. Yes, the very tip-top. Added to his Terpsichorean grace is a career mighty solid in the vocal and dramatic department. All three of these talents, and the man who owns them, Lieutenant Gene Kelly of the United States Navy. Now, Paul Whiteman, the Philco Radio Hall of Fame Orchestra and Chorus, salute our gifted star with a dancing divertissement in the flavor of Vienna. One touch of Vienna from Marinka. <laughs> Seem to be dreamily warm. 
across the horizons and into your hearts by way of the musical comedy stage and the silver screen comes that triple threat star of the entertainment world, singer, dancer, actor, now in the blue of the Navy, and here on leave by virtue of a 48-hour pass, ladies and gentlemen, the Metro-Golden-Mayer star, Lieutenant Gene Kelly. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and hello, Paul. Glad to have you aboard, Jean. I want you to meet Martha Tilton. Hello, Martha. Hello, Jean. Martha, I want you to be especially nice to the Navy today. He's here on a 48-hour pass, you know. Don't worry, Paul. I've always wanted to know how a Navy man spends his leave. Uh, say, Jean, what are you going to do while you're here in town? Oh, this is my big day. I'm really going to live. Oh, uh, where are you going? My uh, first stop is the Museum of Natural History... Then uh, Grant's tomb, then the Art Institute, and if I'm lucky, I may be able to squeeze in a few hours at the observatory. Uh, uh, can I give you a lift in my car? Oh, no, thanks. I'd rather walk. We, we Navy men get so little exercise. <laughs> oh, but it, it's so silly of you to walk when I can give you a lift. Gee, thanks, Martha, but, uh, well, Navy men never ride with strange women. <laughs> you going to have any dates with girls? Girls? What a way to waste a leave. I'd rather check on Sagittarius. Hmm, I see. You're, uh... <laughs> You're interested in astronomy. Uh, know anything about Venus? Sure. Planet moving in an orbit between that of Earth at a mean distance from the sun of approximately 60, 67 million miles. The period of exact rotation unknown to science. Uh, Venus is also the goddess of love. Uh-oh. I see what's coming. I'm getting out of here. Oh, sorry. My error. Okay. <laughs> well, I can't get over it. I thought you Navy men were so different, you know, out for fun, nightclubs and burlesque shows. Oh, you might find an occasional Navy man at a burlesque show. <laughs> But uh, he's only there for the popcorn. You mean you're not even going over to Roseland? Roseland? What's that? Look, come here and I'll show you. Hey, hey, wait a minute. You're not putting your arm around me. Oh, relax. I, I feel like a big sister towards you. Oh, no. You'll put one arm around me, and then you'll put the other arm around me, and then you'll hold me close, and... And you'll start to kiss me, and then... Yes? First thing you know, the observatory will be closed. <laughs> Paul, save me from this Sagittarius and give me a downbeat. thought that love was unattainable Was just like reaching for the moon But love sometimes is unexplainable I counted my heartaches too soon I was lonely and blue I was aimlessly drifting along With a tide like a ship lost at sea 
table for two And the sweet serenade that the orchestra played Was a blue melody Puzzled. Puzzled? How come? You and Sagittarius. Oh, Gene's giving you the business, Martha. He's played the wolf so much, you know, and anchors away in Pal Joy. So he's taking a 48-hour leave from his usual routine. Oh, so that's it. Now, don't get me wrong, Martha. I really am interested in Sagittarius. I thank my lucky star for Pal Joey. It's my favorite part. Oh, that Pal Joey is a fabulous character. A small-time nightclub MC who never passes up a single bet. A proverbial wolf. Ah, yes, the very essence of a heel. To Joey, dating up a girl was a fine art. Oh, I remember the original stories as they ran in the New Yorker. I like the one called Bow Wow. Oh, yes, the one where he dates up the girl at Pet Shop. Gene, can you slip into Pal Joey in that story? Well, sure, Martha, if you can slip into the mouse. Mouse? Yeah, you know, a, br uh, a girl, a, a babe, a chick. Oh, <laughs> well, yes, I guess I could slip into it. Then I'll slip over to the sidelines and make with a little appropriate music for you both. One afternoon, I roll out of my third floor back and I start ankling over to the one arm for a cup of chava. I pass a pet shop. Now I'm not interested in dogs. I never was. But I see this mouse standing there, bent over and talking to one of the dogs in the window. She's about 20, and pretty. Spring was in the air, you know what I mean? And uh, 
This mouse had a figure you don't see on a second Tuesday of every week, and when you do see a figure like that, you got to do something about it, so uh, I stopped. I get very interested in the dog kingdom. I lean over and start talking to the pooch. Hi, old fella. Hi, Skippy boy. Hello, Skippy. Oh, is, is that his name, Skippy? Hmm? Oh, oh, I don't know. I only pretend it is. Pretend? Sure. I pass by here every day, and I've gotten to love that dog so much, I just had to name him that. Skippy. That's a nice name. Yeah, it's the name of an Airedale I had when I was a kid. Oh, so you love dogs. Oh, yes. <laughs> then why don't you buy this one? Oh, for the same reason I don't buy a Duesenberg anymore. Money. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, it's, it's all right. I'm used to it now. Anybody who loves dogs as much as you do shouldn't be deprived of them because of money when so many people who don't love them have them and don't treat them properly. Yeah, that's true. Of course it is. Well, I'm uh, saving up so I can buy Skippy. Thirty bucks. You'll get it. Oh, I got to. When I was a kid, my Airedale and I, oh, gosh, we were great pals. I'll bet you were. Yes. Until I lost him. You lost him? How? Huh? Oh, he was crushed. He was crushed beneath the wheels of a ten-ton truck. Oh, how awful. Yes. My family wanted me to buy another dog. They were well-to-do in those days, but I, I was in prep school at the time. Crouton, but... I, I told him that no dog could ever take the place of Skippy in my heart. And I never did. Till one day I happened to be going by the shop and my eye catches this little puppy. But this puppy isn't an Airedale. It, oh, oh, it isn't a breed. There's just something in that puppy's expression that reminds me of poor old Skippy. You know, he is a little like an Airedale. Sure he is. Yes, Skippy, Skippy, Skippy. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have taken you for somebody who loves dogs so much. No, I suppose not. Ever since Papa died and we lost all our finances, well, I guess I don't look as good as I used to. Gosh, I remember when I used to own my own polo pony and had a tennis racket for every day in a week. Look at these clothes. Ready-made. <laughs> Just to think I used to get them at Amber, Crabby, and Finch. Now, now I'm working for coffee and cakes, singing and emceeing in that joint down the street here. Well, I don't even look presentable enough to ask a nice girl like you to have a bite to eat with me. Oh, you mustn't say that. Well, everything will be all right. Don't cry, miss. <laughs> I can't help it. I shouldn't bother you with my troubles. Bother? It's no bother at all. I want to hear about you, all about you. Why don't you have a bite to eat with me? With uh, pleasure, miss. Uh, with uh, pleasure. Gene, so far we haven't said anything about your dancing. When did you first start to uh, hop the buck? When I was a kid in Pittsburgh, Pa, my mother and father used to take me and the other four Kellys down to the Davis Theater. There, every Saturday afternoon, we'd see the vaudeville show. Ah, uh, yes. Whatever happened to vaudeville? At the Davis, I first saw Pat Rooney, Jack Donahue, Frisco, 
And that's how you got your itch to dance? Sure, I'd watch them. Then when I got home, I'd try out the steps. You know, remember this? Wait just a second. Here, Marty, give him a break. You know, I put together my first dance routine to Carolina in the morning. Well, Carolina in the morning is a must in our now and then books, too. In fact, uh, that's it for today. Well, let's hear it, Paul. As recorded in 1922 by the Whiteman Band. Take us way down south to Carolina, boys. Take us down. <laughs> It's great to tap down memory lane like that. And now in your 1945 style, let's hear the Paul Whiteman touch as applied to that same Carolina.
to make way for tomorrow. Strike up the band for a brand new tomorrow. Out of the blue comes a call, let there be music for all. Let's have an end to despair over here, over there. Night is through and the new dawn is breaking. We're on the beam with a dream in the making.
is the Armed Forces Radio Service. America. It's always funny because, like, you know, especially because as you know, libertarians, we get a ton of shit, even amongst other libertarians. I think political philosophy is a lot like religion, and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying. The main, the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because, well, we've seen how that's gone, and you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way. You know, more dependence on connections with each other. But you can always bring it back to what would one human do for another? What would a hundred do for a hundred? People looking out for people. Find Public Access America anywhere you find your favorite podcast every Sunday and Thursday. And join the chat on YouTube at Public Access America every Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Communities looking out for community. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. In the making. In the making. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 